Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. If you look around, it's pretty clear that divorce can scar a child's heart. Um, The trauma can carry even into the adult years, but through God's love, that pain can be transformed to a point of healing. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They run the Focus on the Family Marriage Department. And the sad truth is that divorce is hurting many children and many adults as well today, Uh, far too many. Our guest is Lamar Tyler, and he saw his parents' marriage fall apart when he was a younger child. Uh, Now, Lamar and his wife, Ronnie, started a blog called Black and Married with Kids, and here he is now with Focus President Jim Daly. When you decided to get married, your friends and family, I think they rolled their eyes and said, no, you guys got to think about it. Why would your friends and family members say that to you? Well, I think it just hits right on what you were speaking about a minute ago. We meet... And we've seen in our own lives so many people that have negative viewpoints of marriage because of what they've seen around them. Mm-hmm. And they've seen uh, our broken marriages. They've seen broken families. They themselves may have been through divorce. And a lot of times they like to project that same type of feeling onto newer couples when they'll come into the room and say, hey, we're getting married. And they'll say, well, uh, hold on just a second. Don't make the same mistake we made. Right. Or we don't want to see you go down the same path that I went through. And they're projecting some of their own things onto you. So that's really one of the reasons we wanted to start the site. We even just started having this kind of conversation between ourselves to say that we have to really be able to celebrate couples that want to get married, that want to go into the covenant of marriage, and not just celebrate the fact that they want to get married, but then once they get married, really wrap our arms around them, love on them, and then support them. Hey, Lamar, you and I have similar backgrounds in that we we come from broken homes. And uh, and you have a background of divorce with your parents, I believe. Is that yes, right? Correct. How, how did that impact you? Share that uh, bit of that story with us. You know, it, it, for me, it was very hurtful as a child, and it was something I had to really learn to release, and just which is was blessed with just forgiveness in a lot of ways. To now, I don't harbor a lot of pain and hurt. And for me, what it looked like, you know, I, I knew who my father was. He always around. He's a, a, a police officer, you know, in the local area. Okay, so he was regimented. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, rule follower. Yeah, Vietnam veteran and worked wow. to the police force and worked the police force from the time he got out of the Marine Corps until he retired. Mm-hmm. So you know, upstanding <laughs> citizen yeah. and everything. But yeah. he remarried and had two daughters of his own. And I think as he just kind of grew that family, the kind of communication. And I think that's something that that once families separate, that people forget that, hey, keeping that communication is not necessarily an easy thing, but it's a necessary thing. How old were you, Lamar, when your parents divorced? I was thinking I was about three years old. So I never really remember. I don't really have memories of him really being in the home with me because I was too young. All my memories are from him early on when he would come pick us up on the weekends and spend time and take us to Virginia Beach to go fishing and things like that. But... As I got older and his family started to grow, um, that communication kind of lessened. I remember, what I do remember is my 11th birthday, I believe, was the the first time I didn't get a call on my birthday. And that hurt and that pain and... Feeling forgotten. Yeah, feeling forgotten. I I think that definitely was it. And it probably wasn't until I was late in my teens, maybe, maybe... Say maybe 17, 18, or maybe even early 20s. But I remember having a conversation with my brother. I'm the youngest of three. And I remember having a conversation with uh, the middle brother, the one right above me. And somehow we started talking about my father. And he talked about the fact that um, he didn't kind of harbor ill will towards him. He had to just let it go. Uh-huh. And and how, you know, harboring that ill will wasn't uh, allowing him to live his best life, right, and allowing him to do better. And it really just kind of sparked something inside of me 
that eventually I was just able to kind of let it go. And now when I see him, you know, I'm excited to see him. Not too long ago, um, you know, um, I actually was out of town, right now out of town, but my mother had taken the girls from Atlanta, where we live at now, back up to the D.C. area, and she connected with him so I, I, uh, my daughters could see him and spend some time with yeah. him. But I, in a lot of ways, I figure he just, he just does the best that he can do, right? Um, yeah. You know, I pray for him. And it's I just a forgiving heart, but all of that had to shape you know, you're 20 somethings. I mean, you're, you're thinking, will I get married? Should I get married? That fear factor that you talk about. And, and what was that like when Ronnie cut your eye and you're thinking, okay, maybe this is a girl I could marry. Did you fear the idea of marriage? I didn't fear the idea of marriage. I always felt like I wanted to be married. And I don't know. So you had confidence about it, that you could do it better than what you saw your dad do. Yeah. And part of that may have been because I saw my grandparents married. So even though my father wasn't there, okay. we talk about the fact that the patriarch of my family was my grandfather. So you had that stable So model. I had that, yeah. And everything I modeled from what to be a man, I modeled from, you know, Maurice Adams Sr. Because mm. I saw him being a man with our family. I saw him being a financial supporter. I saw him being a, a, a financial leader, a spiritual leader. I saw that when in our church, he was the chairman of the deacon board. And uh, when they were in the transit between pastors, he kind of ran everything at the church and was a pillar in the community. So he mm. was the person always wanted to grow up to be. Yeah. And and when he passed away, I remember, um, you know, at his funeral, just thinking like, this is the kind of life I want to live, a life of honor, a life where other people respect you for what you've done. So I never had really concerns about marriage, probably more so. I'm sure we'll get into this. But when I got married, I had a lot more concerns about getting divorced than I did actually about getting married. And a lot of that came up later through blended family issues, other marital kind of issues. And I just always would think, are these the things that lead to divorce? So, Greg and Aaron, how do you encourage a married couple to work through the pain when they've got that past history of divorce? I mean, they they came from a family of divorce. And so I remember we had one broadcast guest who said, I thought it was normal to get divorced. How do you help people deal with that? I think first it's to recognize that all of us are past impacts who we are today. So even regardless of that's includes divorce, we just have to realize that our past you know, impacts our relationship, impacts mm. our life, and we need to to deal with that. So I would always encourage someone, you know, if, if you come from a divorce background, go in and see a counselor and begin to unpack what are some of the issues that's come up. You know, is there a fear, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of relationships, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. It's such a good healing step just to assume, okay, I'm carrying around something, I've got something here as the result of my parents' divorce. I'm going to go in proactively and get that kind of help. Yeah, I would say everybody should go in and process their past because we each bring stuff to a marriage. And so it's recognizing process that prior to walking into marriage and continue processing it as it comes up. I always say things present at the right time. God knows when you're ready to deal with something at a new level. Mm -hmm. Often people will say, oh, I dealt with that. Specifically, my parents divorced. I dealt with that. Back then I went to counseling. Well, maybe there's something new at a new level that you are going to deal with. And just to recognize I have choice and I have control in how I show up. Thus, I have great influence over beginning a new legacy is as far as marriage goes in my life. What is my legacy going to be? I am I going to be committed and fight for this connection? Or am I going to simply just put my hands up and say, I have no power and no control? But the truth is, there are going to be people who feel like they, they, they just can't get over it. I mean, it's kind of a family curse, if you will. 
Well, I tell you, through God's help, I mean, they can recreate a, a brand new legacy because mm-hmm. we serve a God who's a God of miracles. Yes. And if yes. that's the desire, that there, there's so much help out there. There's so much good information on how to keep a marriage strong. I encourage, though, if you've been through a divorce in your family, go find a, an older couple that you admire. Like when you look at their marriage, you go, man, I love that. Aaron and I at the church that we currently attend, there's the sweetest couple. And as we observe them, we just always go, did you notice what they're doing? Like the other day, praise and worship music was going on, and this couple happened to be a few rows up in front of me. And I loved watching them hold hands. And then with their other hand, they're just raising that in worship to God. I just, I took a picture of it. I I thought Mm. that is such a beautiful image. Aaron and I ended up signing up for their marriage class that they were teaching. Nice. And so, you know, they're like, why are you guys coming? Because we want to watch you two. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's what I really got out of it was just watching these two precious uh, people relate as a couple. And I agree. It's so powerful to see someone who has made the long journey. Every single one of them will say it hasn't been easy, Mm -hmm. but yet here we are. I was with a couple on Friday my good friend's in-laws, they've been married 59 years. They're 86 years old, and they took me to lunch, oh. and they sat there holding hands. And I, I just sat there staring at their hands. It was like salve to my soul of just uh. seeing that here they are. They're finishing well. They're committed. They have fought through the ups, the downs. They have grit. And together they have this sweet, sweet mm. connection and this legacy to hand yeah. down. Yeah, you used that word before, and I really appreciate that, Erin. That legacy mm-hmm. option is something you, with God's help, can control. So um, if you want to learn more, uh, if you need to talk to somebody, if you just want to find out what resources we have for you here at Focus, give us a call or stop by the website. There's so much that uh, Focus on the Family has to help you grow in your relationship. And as we heard in the clip, uh, Lamar and his wife, Ronnie, have a blended family. And if you're in that situation, we have a great DVD resource called Blended, The Unspoken Truth About Step Families. And it really will uh, walk you through some of the challenges that uh, so many blended families encounter. And we'll send that to you as our thank you gift when you make a generous donation to the ministry today. I would like to ask you, Greg, about the marriage assessment. That's an easy thing. It's free. It's on the website. And I don't know what the numbers are lately, but a lot of people have taken that to find out, how are we doing as a couple? Yeah, close to 900,000 have taken oh, this. Wow. That's and awesome. It's a great way just to be proactive, to go, instead of waiting until a problem hits, let's take this assessment. It'll show you your best three strengths as a couple and then some growth areas. And then it just gives you a way to go, okay, so I'm going to, if conflict's the issue or communication's the issue, boy, we've got so much good content that you can get into and keep growing mm-hmm. in that particular area. Well, the the marriage assessment, as I said, is free. It's on the website. We'll link over to it, as well as that DVD, Blended, The Unspoken Truth About Step Families. And as I mentioned, if you can, please make a generous donation to the ministry. Next time, we'll hear from Lamar's wife, Ronnie, as she shares her story of healing And for now, on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.